What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode of the Chase to Must podcast is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Panko Chicken. The new Atlanta restaurant thrives off of a unique spin on Japanese and Western cuisine and is already racking up the awards, winning best-selling taste in the Taste of Atlanta Awards, both in 2017 and 2018. So if you're in the metro Atlanta area and are wanting to try something new and good and delicious, Go to Panko Chicken today and tell them that I sent you over. You'll be glad you did, I promise. Panko Chicken, where eats meets West. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right. It is a Wednesday. No, it's not a Wednesday. It's a Thursday night edition of the Chase Thomas Podcast. I think it's a Wednesday because I did not do a Wednesday night podcast because Monday was a holiday and I recorded a podcast. All kinds of crazy stuff. It's been a weird week, but it doesn't matter because ultimately Thursday night, that means it's a wrestling day on this podcast and Nick Pacone is here. Nick, good evening. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on again. And, uh, it's one of my favorite times of the year in, in the wrestling world, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Do you miss New Year's Revolution at all? Uh, sure, why not? The logo was pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. I, I will say, this is like a weird wrestling thing for me, but that is a pay-per-view that always stands out in my mind. I have it on DVD still, <laughs> back when people bought DVDs. Um, I still have it on VHS, because I recorded it. Wait. <laughs> Okay, I was going to say, did they sell it on VHS? Nah. Um, no, but like one of my favorite wrestling moments in my life was when Edge cashed in on Cena yeah. for the Elimination Chamber. Because um, I was like one of the biggest Edge marks in the mid-2000s. I had the Radar <laughs> Superstar stuff, all that kind of good family fun shit. Mm-hmm. And it was it was great. And just him cashing in and Vince being like, "We ha- this is happening. And it was like when the Money in the Bank briefcase was original and new and crazy. And we no one thought it was happening when it was happening. Right. That like, oh, Edge is just going to do this. Yeah. And um, it was awesome. But I, I, I will say, I miss uh, New Year's Revolution. I don't like the Royal Rumble being in January. I grew up with it being in February. And just, it always sneaks up on me. Huh. Yeah, it's uh, you know the the other thing other than the Edge cash in at New Year's Revolution, it's the uh, Triple H Taurus Quad and they uh, that's correct and a, and a tag a picture, match. Right? Yeah, I, I forget oh, no. who they faced. It was a tag match. I think they were. It was him and Shawn Michaels against. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe it was rated RKO or mm. I, I don't know if that was like I forget what year. This maybe was after 07. the New Year's Revolution that we're talking about. Correct. Yeah. So yes, Triple H Taurus oh, Quad and. Uh, so the Edge Cashins, my number one memory of that pay per view, and then Triple H tearing his quad uh, again is my uh, second memory of that. So, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, I remember that whole pay per view. I remember Ric Flair defending the Intercontinental Title. He was the Intercontinental yes, Champion. Yes, at he that was. Point. People seem to forget got himself that. disqualified and like all kind. That just what a weird time. I it was. Chris Masters and Carlito were tag team champions. Like it was. 
Yeah, I'm sure they It was were. a different era. It, it really was. And I feel really old just bring, bring back that <laughs> thinking era. about it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was a long time ago, man. But, it was over um, a decade ago. That's crazy. Is that not insane to you? It, it is. It John, is. Like the, and now John Cena is just out of it again, and they are like just using him as a prop because it was always the plan for him not to be at the Royal Rumble, right. and that apparently maybe Lars Sullivan was going to be the one to take him out, and that's they're going to set up the WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. But there's all kinds of rumors and speculation regarding Lars Sullivan's status, and Triple H mm-hmm. had more um, questions, I would say, than answers um, in his conference call this week mm-hmm. about Lars Sullivan. Um, yeah, I did not catch that. If you've been that, listening but, uh, to this podcast at all, you know that I'm not a big Lars Sullivan guy. No. So it's not like I'm really all that upset about uh, Lars Sullivan versus John Cena not having WrestleMania because that'd be great because I don't <laughs> want to see that at all. There's not one fiber of my being that needs to see John Cena put over Lars Sullivan. I- I'm good. I-, I don't need it. Um, but at the same time, I hope it gets better and whatever's going on, I hope he figures it out. But at the same time, I'm... Uh, I'm not a not a Lars Sullivan guy. Yeah, it was just the whole timeline was weird with uh, them calling him up kind of quicker than some of the other talent. And you would figure maybe he would get a NXT title run before he even got called up. But uh, no, they made the decision to call him up. And then, you know, it's we don't know what's going to happen now. So, uh, like you said, I hope he I hope he gets better, uh, whatever uh, the issue is. But uh yeah, I guess uh, Cena versus Sullivan. Uh, I don't know if that threads uh, threads the needle, if that like moves the needle at all. No, it doesn't. So. Well, WrestleMania doesn't need to move the needle, and that's like something that Vince has not figured out yet. That it's such a brand at this point mm-hmm. that you don't have to do these like Triple H versus Batistas. You don't have to do Undertaker versus Cena. You don't have to do any of that anymore. No. People are gonna come. Yeah. No one's watching WrestleMania because John Cena and the Undertaker might have a match. Like I, that's my biggest um, issue with the way WrestleMania is booked these days, because ultimately it's a different product than what we grew up with, which is like a stepping stone where it was like, Oh, you might see Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero have their crowning achievement. You might get to see um, Randy Orton take down the Undertaker. You might get to see John Cena and the, and Batista have their own moments at the winning the Royal Rumble and become the next stars. Now it's not about building stars. It's more about like, what stars are willing to come back and appear at this show. And I just don't understand why Vince has this mindset because they don't sell more tickets like that. I I just, I have a hard time believing that it's necessary. Like just the worst match of 2018, the worst by far in this pay-per-view. I just want to forget it happened, but like Shawn Michaels and Triple H versus Undertaker and Kane was an abomination. (laughs) No one needed to see that. And it was just as bad as we all thought it was going to be. And they still did it anyway. Like, we just don't need to do that. And it, it drives me nuts. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. And uh, I think I'm making you the right choice. You don't need to. Never so. watch it, Nick. <laughs> and, and that's when Triple H got hurt, right? In that match? Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, they went for like I, 30 minutes. Oh, jeez. That's, that's 29 minutes too long. Kane is the mayor of a city in the United States at this point. Why is he still wrestling? What do we need from him? He's been bad for years. Undertaker has been atrocious. We don't need any of this anymore. Like, the only person I watched that match and I'm like, oh, he can still go and do something fun is Shawn Michaels. That was it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you're like, oh, God, I, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm like, I'm kind of over that nostalgic uh, act 
Uh, and even if Shawn Michaels were to come back for one more match, why did it have to be that one? Like, Oh, I know it, why. Would you like oh, to, well, um, uh, money? Nick, probably, ask me right. why Shawn Michaels came back for that match. Why did Shawn Michaels come back for that match? Uh, money nah. is uh, why Shawn Michaels nah. came back for that match. Because it was that sweet, sweet Saudi Arabia money that um, uh, was offered to him. Well, I, I can blame him. So I, I won't say fair, that I can't. Are you excited for uh, Shawn Michaels' uh, guest appearance on the Steven Crowder uh, podcast next week after AJ Styles oh, was geez. very upset oh, about okay. the Gillette ad? So Shawn Michaels, I would assume, is going to be on next week to follow up on the AJ Styles. Uh, I don't even realize that. I heard about AJ on it. I haven't listened to it or even read uh you know, kind of recaps of it, but uh, you don't need to. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, also I, bad. I, I it's it's also bad, it but it's is. also like, are you a Bill Burr fan at all? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, well, Bill Burr is one of my favorite comedians. I saw him live. He did a surprise set at Comedy Store in L.A. a couple years ago when I was in L.A., yeah. and it was one of my favorite nights of my life because I got to see Dana Carvey. Bill Burr do a surprise set. Uh, David Spade, I think, was the main attraction. And then Norm MacDonald was one of the early acts. So it was just a stacked night. Nice. And Bill Burr is one of my favorites. I've loved him for years. But one of his things is he says it on Conan. And Conan is, by the way, the best late night show that everybody should be watching. If you're not watching Conan O'Brien, what are you doing? Is it back he's yet? Still the only he's, he's great. Conan O'Brien is still the best late night host um, uh, no one watches because he's on TBS, uh, but whatever. I watch it every night. <laughs> so Conan is great. Watch Conan. Um, Bill Bill Burr is on there a lot, but one of the things he said is like, and I, get, I always think about it when people get upset about certain people. I'm like, he's is basically his punchline is, "What the fuck did you think he thought?" And <laughs> that is my idea when I first saw the reaction to AJ Styles. I'm like, "What did you think AJ Styles thought about any of this? Like, what did you think about like?" why are people getting upset did you not know who like he's I, i'm from georgia he's from gainesville i'm from stamad i know I, I i get a sense of who Jay styles is he is a phenomenal wrestler pardon the pun but i i i, I know what he is i i know where i i would guess where he he leans exactly where i would have assumed he leaned mm-hmm. why are people getting upset about this kind of stuff because it's like he did an interview that, like, I'm surprised he hasn't done yet. And I'm sure Vince was, like, nodding along, like, good point, AJ. Like, <laughs> I just, I, what are we getting mad about? Like, that this guy who's always been this person um, spoke up about him being this kind of person. Like, I, I just, I always think about Bill Burr because it's a great point of, like, when people get upset about certain people saying things. Like, mm-hmm. what did you think this person thought? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to an extent in, in 2019, I'm still able to... Uh, separate things I like about somebody versus like their political views. But I think uh, it's getting a lot harder for people, at least now, to separate that. Uh, I kind of made the same analogy. Uh, Chris Benoit, I could still watch his matches and not uh, think the entire time about what he did. Uh, still a terrible person. Still, like, <laughs> yes, whatever. To say but, the least. Right. You know, I'm not, that doesn't, uh, take over you know my mind and i'm not saying people should ignore it but that's just how i look at it and uh no, i think I'm, you have to compartmentalize you do that yeah, all the time that's yeah. part of life yeah. is like woody allen's my favorite directors i still watch cafe society like it's one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. but I, i'm aware woody allen's kind of kind of fucked up and this yeah. is all like, like there's all kinds of stuff i don't know life is not enjoyable if you get on this right will leech 
um, friend of the pod, uh, founder of Deadspin, and I talked about this before, where it's just like, life would be really difficult if we did not compartmentalize like this, and we didn't just kind of, you know, just never meet your heroes, never mm-hmm. learn stuff about, like, it's just, AJ Styles' job is to be a very entertaining and fun professional wrestler, and that's what he is. He is very good at being a professional wrestler. I enjoy watching him on SmackDown Live every week. I am good on ever hearing his opinion on anything political. Right. Like, I just, I don't need it. I don't care, but it's also like, it's not going to be a detriment to me enjoying what he does on SmackDown. Right. And the best part is we don't have to, like, we're not being forced to listen to this. You know, it's, we choose to whether or not. And, you know, there was a lot of people that chose to hate listen to that. (laughs) And uh, I was curious. I'm not going to lie. Cause like, I was just, I was surprised he got cleared. That was my whole thing. Yeah. I was like, I feel like WPR would be like, oh, no, you're not doing that, AJ. <laughs> well, funny enough, you know, there's a few, at least on social media, that uh, you could definitely tell they're, they're right-wingers and, uh, you know, how they tweet and everything like that. And uh, so maybe they were – maybe they had a hand in it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't, know. wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, speaking of – crazy right wing stuff uh ronda rousey um (laughs) (laughs) uh she might be done at wrestlemania so there's a bunch of stuff this week that came out um dave Meltzer has talked about this where uh apparently ronda informed the WWE that after wrestlemania she was done and this was not something i considered but it's also something that like why did i not consider this that she's been very upfront about starting a family with her husband and if that's the case then obviously being on the road and being the champion top dog on monday night raw is not an option and if she is done at wrestlemania that makes things even more interesting for this sunday and it's honestly like a good thing for the company because now it adds more intrigue as to who wins the rumble who challenges rousey and all that kind of stuff because now we're all wondering like we had an idea of where they were going with Rousey, but now it kind of throws a a little bit of a wrench into this because now I'm kind of thinking, okay, if Rousey did tell them that she's done, okay, that makes sense. That's fine. At the same time, like, oh my God, you wasted a bunch of time trying to uh, build this person up for a year and a half and you sacrificed a lot of people at the feet of Ronda Rousey, but it's whatever. Um, She's good. So I'm okay with like sacrificing people to Ronda Rousey because as a wrestler, she's incredible. Like, it's still kind of insane. She was as good as she was, mm-hmm. as early as she was. As a character, she's atrocious. Like, <laughs> bad mic worker, bad talker, bad actor, all that kind of stuff. So she should not go to movies. Do not leave WWE for movies. Go be a family woman, Ronda Rousey. Um, I am intrigued by where they're going to go now. Like, I was already intrigued about the, the Charlotte, Becky, Rousey stuff, but now I'm even more intrigued because... If she did tell them she's moving on after WrestleMania or taking a significant sabbatical, I wonder what that means for Charlotte and Becky. Because I've gone back and forth on where they're going with this and how this ends for those three. Because I think it ultimately has to end with one of those three as the top um, woman on WWE television. And I've always said it was going to be Charlotte. And maybe that's a nihilist in me. But... Now moving closer to the Becky camp, I don't know where where are you at with all of this. Uh, I think it's so unique. They're they're in such a unique position because when's the last time we really saw uh, you know the ascension of someone like Becky Lynch 
uh, not just in the women's division, but just like in general, not uh, maybe Daniel Bryan in 2014, but uh, you know, it's, it's just so unique. And now uh, I, I think maybe at mania, whoever, you know, wins, it probably should be Becky. Uh, they, they, it should be they, Becky. They, we can say that. They, like the answer is Becky Lynch. Yeah. And they have but, to do an yeah. angle to, you know, write Rousey out and then have her come back whenever she's ready. Cause I think I read she's under contract until 2021. So that gives her plenty of time. Rousey is. Yes. And, uh, mm. so if she comes back, if she decides that she wants to, like you said, take a sabbatical and then come back, um, you have a ready made story as long as everyone's healthy, as long as everyone's still there. Um, whether it be a year, whether it be longer than a year, uh, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not in Rhonda's head, so I don't know what she's planning. Uh, but that would be probably the best thing for them. Like just write her out, have a ready-made feud, come back, like have her come back and, uh, completely destroy whoever it is and maybe be a heel if they don't, if she's not there to like SummerSlam, cause you know, in the straight shooters at with, least. with Vaughn, I said maybe they do the horse women angle at SummerSlam. I don't think that's and, ever happening. I think that should be. Yeah, sales. I mean, it might not. Yeah, you're right. So, does anyone know about any of that anymore? That was like two years ago. Well, see, Sasha, like, what, a couple weeks ago, and she was on the stage and, you know, she was talking to Rhonda. She kind of made like the four horsemen like symbol. So sure, but does anyone you know, I, who's watching the product even know what they're talking about? I, I don't think so right now. Right. You know, so I, I just like maybe the NXT crowd, that's it. But I just I don't even think anyone knows that like about the Sasha Bailey shark. Like I don't yeah. think that's I, I don't think it's in the wrestling fan consciousness. Or like I shouldn't say wrestling fan consciousness, but more of like the um casual wrestling right, fan right. consciousness. I, I don't I think that trip has sailed. They missed the boat there. I would not do that if I was this company right now. Anytime soon, or probably ever. I think that's over. Like Becky's in a different place, Sasha's in a different place, Charlotte's in a different place. Like mm-hmm. it would just feel really kind of like um <clears throat> the Shield reunion and uh, everything there, where it's just like let's remember this stuff, let's bring it back. <laughs> um, it would just it would not feel organic and it would feel like a panic move. Of, right. Like we got to do something here. Yeah, I agree. Um, but uh, I think the the smart move would be to kind of. Whoever, and it's, I, I really think it's got to be Becky, just based off everything that we're, we're seeing on TV week after week. Wait, to so book the next four months, like if with the Royal Rumble, this is Sunday, recording this on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Now that we know what's going on with Rousey, we know where Becky stands with Asuka, we know what's going on with Charlotte. Like, how would you book? Uh, let's do this. Two different angles. One, what you would do, and two, what you think the company is going to end up doing from now until. Uh, WrestleMania closes. Uh, what I would do is probably uh, obviously have Becky lose to Oscar. Uh, maybe not lose, but uh, you know, not win the title on Sunday, and then have Ronda beat Sasha. Have Becky enter the Rumble. Maybe they wait. Just to clarify, would you have Ron? Uh, would you have Becky lose clean to Oscar? No. Yeah. There's no, got to be and, some sort of shenanigans, I mean, like Charlotte getting and, involved or something. Right, and that's no slight to Asuka either. Like, she's no. probably as over as she's been on the main roster right now. But, uh, I mean, Becky I wrote this piece there, a couple weeks ago. She's screwed. Asuka won the title at the wrong time because <laughs> yeah, exactly. she's not a part of the main angle. Exactly. She has no chance. Like, who is she facing at WrestleMania? I am still convinced she's not going to be on the card. If she is, at WrestleMania? it's pre-show. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Who's she facing? Oh, wow. Who won SmackDown right now is worthy of a WrestleMania match against Asuka? It'll be like Billy Kay. She build or up in four months. It'll be like Billy Kay or something. She's awful. <laughs> Billy Kay is atrocious. Like, well, I could send you, like, I, I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I will screen cap stuff where I'm like, she does, like, the Christian. Remember when Scott Steiner, like, slammed Christian's head into yeah. that? Uh, and she, like, slammed her hands down? Yeah. She does that every match. <laughs> Billy Kay is atrocious. <laughs> I want the iconics uh, to be good. Billy Kay is one of the worst wrestlers in this company. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, no, absolutely right, well, not. I'm out. On a serious note, um, probably Mandy Rose would be my guess if they, you know, they. That's not go- a WrestleMania match. Well, Mandy they, Rose, they her. the they one who's her. in like a comedy angle with Naomi and Jimmy Uso. Well, it wasn't supposed to be a comedy angle. It just came across, it came across because of how yeah. bad it was. But. <laughs> Um, do you but, think you're putting that on, like is that a uh, you can't go from becky lynch to nikki uh, to uh, mandy rose or whoever like there's no I option I, I, and i don't know how but at wrestlemania for, for at least for, with becky and charlotte and and ronda that i yeah. feel like that's got to be a, a three-way with that should be the main event um and i yeah absolutely and i think that how you get there is like you maybe you have like a tie with Charlotte and Becky in the rumble. And then they maybe fight at elimination mm. chamber and there's like no clear winner. So then the only uh, thing left to do is make it a, a triple threat. But I don't know how you get them from SmackDown to raw, you know, or even I doubt they would, I doubt they would put, they would move Ronda to SmackDown, but no. Uh, well, so. I mean, we talked about this where it's like when she comes back, I wouldn't be surprised if she's on SmackDown because yeah. ultimately SmackDown, Fox, when they right? move to Fox, yeah. they want to do that kind of strictly sports show. Yeah. So Ronda would make a lot more sense on SmackDown than Raw Agreed. at this point, but I really don't know what her future is. But I just, like you said, I can't think I, i'm still interested in how they're going to pull this off and how they're going to get because ultimately i mean if i was doing it i would just do straight up ronda versus becky and becky being ronda but yeah. i think what's more realistic is a triple threat and becky winning but mm-hmm. i still if i did a bet on who's walking out with the raw women's title at wrestlemania i would not bet on becky mm. and that would, i would bet I, on either charlotte or ronda over becky yeah, would, but i would I think that's the wrong move. Uh, yeah, I agree. But, but it just I can see stuff. It. People disregard that all the time. Like <laughs> he still runs the company. And yeah. I just don't believe he's a huge Becky person. I just there's something about it where I'm like he might see her as like a CM Punk, the female version. Mm. Like there's just something there where I we know he likes Charlotte. She has like 19 title reigns at this point. Like we know he likes Ronda Rousey. I don't know if he loves. Becky Lynch is like a top superstar. We'll see. It has nothing to do with what I think of Becky Lynch. It's more of like, what is Vince going to do here? And I just have a hard time believing he's going to end WrestleMania with Becky Lynch celebrating with the title. Well, I kind of felt that way going into TLC. And when, when Asuka won the title of TLC, for me personally, I was like, okay, that's, that's Vince saying Becky is going to win the raw title at, WrestleMania. That was just kind of how my mind went, and because why take the title off Becky Lynch if you're not planning on giving her the Raw Women's title? Because you know Ronda is going to be gone for a while, you know. Yeah. Like, so to me, that just made sense. And you, you got to cap. Like, I know titles don't mean everything, but when the, the women's titles do mean something right now because they're they're building them. You know, it's not it's it's not like the Intercontinental title or the U.S. title. These are the women's world titles. 
you, you got to put them on your best. And you know, Becky Lynch, uh, she's got she's got to be a women's world champion. And to me, the only thing that makes sense is doing it at Mania. And she's going to get a huge pop because of it's going to be a MetLife. So, I mean, she would get a huge pop either way. Yeah, true. I just, I don't know. I would love to believe that's how they're going to go, but until I see it, I'm going to bet on Ronda or Charlotte walking out of WrestleMania as the champion. Man, they made a vintage Roman Reigns. How many years? Straight? Gonna, Four years. We're gonna hashtag cancel WWE Network if that happens. <laughs> I just that's that's what I would say is people getting ready for the Becky Lynch like penultimate moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be waiting a little bit longer because I just there's something about it. I can't shake the feeling that Vince is not going to do this. This is not his thing. This has never been his mo that he is going to. Give Becky Lynch, who got organically over. She they turned her heel and she turned into the top babyface in the company. I I think there is part of him that resents stuff like that. And yeah. I don't know. I if I had to guess, if you asked him like who he thinks is worth more money, Charlotte, Rhonda, and Becky, he would still probably do the order of Rhonda one, Charlotte two, Becky three. Yeah, that- so that's why I would guess. Becky does not win. If I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. As of right now, what is today? The 24th. I'm going to guess WrestleMania ends with Charlotte walking out with the Raw Women's title. Mm. Mm. That would be terrible. I'm not saying I agree with it, but that would be what I would bet on. And the funny thing is, uh, I can't see that happening, which makes it so annoying because. You just got to WrestleMania. Like we grew up with WrestleMania being kind of like, even though it was predictable, it was like the, the best outcome, like the, the most likely outcome with the baby face on top. And, you know, they just haven't done that recently. You know, even last year, you, you think Nakamura went at beating styles and then Asuka beating flair would be the way to go. And they did the complete opposite. And then they turned Nakamura heel. It's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I could absolutely see them not doing the what used to be predictable, you know, in the 80s and 90s. But, uh, <laughs> like, what I would give to just go back to that predictability, you know? Like, it, it, and it, it's a good thing, you know? Like, the WrestleMania 21 main event, I come back to that. Like, Batista beating Triple H, I thought that was, like, done perfectly almost, you know? Just... It, Batista got over just kind of organically because, you know, they tried the thing with Orton and then that didn't work out. So they built the Batista thing with Triple H for months and it was just so old school in 2005 for that. I loved it. And that's probably one of the last angles I truly, really loved in WWE. And I kind of see the same thing here. Uh, you know, you got to me, you have to put it on Becky Lynch. Like, the Raw women's titles obviously held in higher regards than the SmackDown right now. Uh, actually, Raw's just in higher regards compared to anything SmackDown. But you know that's why you put the Raw women's title on Becky and then have her, you know, just go through the Raw women's roster until there's somebody legitimately over enough to dethrone her. My opinion, but. I would agree. I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, and the thing is, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to happen, but man, it'd be so great. It would. 
but uh, unfortunately, Vince McMahon still runs this company. Yeah, he sucks. And uh, <laughs> I, I just I don't think that's what he's going to do. Just Becky Lynch fans, brace yourselves. You have like four months to get ready for her not to get her moment. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, no. It's uh, get ready for her to feud with Kevin Nash and Triple H and uh, eight months. So that's sweet. That could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Too sweet. That'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> can I go ahead and say I've interviewed Sanjay Dutt on this podcast before? Oh, the old podcast, Cut the Chase. Great guy. Love Sanjay. I've always liked Sanjay in the X Division and TNA. He, along with Abyss, is apparently on their way to uh, WWE. And we don't know NXT for both. We don't know if Sanjay's going straight to 205 Live. We don't know if Abyss is going straight to the main roster right now. But this is... Uh, I I saw this and I was like, huh, okay. I don't really know what I think about this other than Abyss, my guy. You waited uh, a little bit too long here. A little bit too long. But whatever. Uh, and then Sanjay, I'm like, this is actually probably good timing for him. Just with 205 Live and everything else and NXT being what it is. But man, Abyss, I just, I don't really know where he fits, how this works. If I want to see Abyss, do I want to see Joseph Parks? Like, when you saw this headline, what were you first thinking? Uh, we can finally have that dream match with Abyss versus Kane. Absolutely not. Hmm. Maybe Smack, SmackDown main event. I mean, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, like, really? Can you imagine doing like one week Andrade versus Rey Mysterio and then following <laughs> that up in the main event with Abyss versus Kane? Uh, watch the ratings increase and then Vince is like, oh yeah, I knew it. <laughs> uh, is he going to be Abyss? Can he, does I don't he have know. the name? Yeah, I, guess he can. I, I don't know, but uh, what was, would you rather what, have Abyss or jo- Joseph Park? Probably Joseph Park. I would agree. Yeah. I think Joseph Park has more potential in today's Yes, Three, yeah. It, if we're I, talking abyss like this, is just it, sad. This is prime, obviously abyss. But uh, yeah, right now, Joseph Park. I don't know if abyss works. Uh, you know, the casual fan doesn't know abyss. So if if you're introducing someone like that, it's almost like you're introducing the boogeyman. You know, it's mm-hmm. like no one's going to take him seriously uh, with a mask and all, all that stuff, unless you have a really good story behind it and. Uh, I, I don't think they've proven uh, the creative team has proven they can really do uh, or, or p- put forth a great story for for months on end. So uh, when I first heard about this, it didn't really move the needle for me. Uh, you know, it's just kind of like a wait and see approach. Uh, I'm not excited, but I'm not, you know, I don't want to say lethargic about it, but I'm just kind of like, all right, well, let's see what happens. Is he old enough to be NXT champion, or does he still have two more years before he could be the next champion in WWE NXT? Oh, jeez. He's way too old. There is a rule (laughs) that you have to be like 65 to be NXT champion. (laughs) Bobby Roode, Shinsuke You go up and down the list, Mojo. How old's Ciampa? How old's Ciampa? He he looks old. Ciampa looks older, but he's probably like mid thirties. I would guess Ciampa's sneaky old. He's what thirty four, thirty five. Okay, yeah, maybe maybe just. Are you looking it up right now? No, I'm not. But uh, okay, I'm gonna look it up because I feel like Ciampa is thirty five. Like you said, he looks so sneaky old because uh, I guess the face and the hair and the now the beard. But uh, yeah, he's uh, 
that that angle is playing out pretty interesting too. I'm looking forward to that. Is it? I mean, you know, it's, for me, the end game is Gargano get, beating him at you know to take over at WrestleMania. I mean, the it, it, it's it's among the best writing I've seen. You know, it's kind of like they're not together, but. Now Gargano's going after the mid card title, and it's just it's just so weirdly put together that I I think it everyone's kind of down on Gargano. It's like oh he's gonna come back and get that big win. So he is thirty three. He turns thirty four this month. Oh my or goodness! May. Yeah, we are the same age. There you go. Wow, that's incredible. I could be NXT champion then. Who do you think is a better heel champion, Champa or Daniel Bryan? Oh man, that. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Bryan right now, man. They're they're both they're both great, man. But and you know he put me on the spot. But uh, you know the best part is uh, you know growing up, it's like the heel was always speaking in truth, and that's what made people hate him. And uh, to me, it's kind of like it's kind of a throwback to that. And Ciampa does it too. But and it's so cool how the NXT crowd reacts to him, just like like just ferociously booze him uh but daniel bryan he he is perfect he he was like the biggest baby face and now he's kind of like the biggest heel and uh that i think that's what makes it so unique and it kind of makes it like damn he's doing a great job whereas i don't know if champa was you know as popular as brian was when he was a face oh we can say no i think brian's like one of those popular baby faces of like the last right, few years in professional right, wrestling mean, so we can go ahead and say no we're talking to nxt crowds so you know you gotta put that doesn't over, matter you know? still no <laughs> still no so uh that's why i would pick uh daniel bryan i think he's doing a great job and uh there was a lot of people that were mad that you know they turned him heel but i he's in such a better spot now than he would be if he was still a baby face and even if he was championed as a baby face like He's in such a prominent role right now. A year ago, we wouldn't have even thought that possible. So that's why I think it's it's so great. And uh, you know, he's he ain't lying <laughs> when he's doing these promos, and that makes it even better. Well, I think the difference is Champa had nothing to lose turning heel mm-hmm. and becoming this villain because I don't think he had much upside as a babyface mm-hmm. in this company. But he has so much upside as it just an hateable heel he just has a great heelish like he he just like captain hook and yeah, just like yeah, his yeah. coat and everything else like he was walking out with no music and all. yeah like it was like our truth from like 10 years ago when he like just smoked the cigarette and didn't uh do anything else like that was that same kind of feel where he didn't have music for a while and you're just like you just boo this person naturally but um there's just something heelish about that which is kind of funny thing about our truth now but right um Daniel Bryan is different where like they took a huge risk bringing this guy back who like it feels like forever ago we were wondering like I was just shooting down like him ever wrestling again and now he's just like a, a heel and WWE champion and all this kind of stuff but I guess my biggest concern is I don't think this ends well for Daniel Bryan I think Ciampa is still in the best place he can possibly be but Daniel Bryan is someone who turning heel and like this I don't think he stays champion very long I think AJ wins the belt back very soon maybe Sunday I would not be surprised at all if AJ won the belt back Sunday and they do something else for Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. But um, I've always been very hesitant about kind of not goofy, but too charactery top dogs. Like, they're like, I think Daniel Bryan has been entertaining as 
a heel on television, which is the most important thing. We watch SmackDown Live every week because we want to be entertained. And he is entertaining as a babyface. He is entertaining as a heel. I just wonder if there is something to the idea that, like, if you're going to be top dog, you have to have this kind of presence and this aura and this seriousness that is just kind of required to take you seriously as a top dog to get that long-term belt. Like, AJ is treated like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Brock, um, you just John Cena. Like, we can go up and down the list of, like, we can just kind of identify, like, the champions. They're like, this is just too goofy, too character Like, when Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt won the WWE title, like, what was that, a year ago now? Uh, I think that was, was two, two years, years ago now? Yeah, two. Yeah. When he won an elimination tape or whatever, yeah. and, like, he lost. Oh, my that God, horn. was it two years ago? <laughs> I think so. God. Okay. Well, that was already. Yeah, because that was. Uh, yeah, because Cena beat Wyatt AJ Orton. in uh, the Alamo Dome. So, yeah, that was 2017. Wow. wow. Time flies, man. It really does. Um, but that's kind of what it reminds me of, where there's just like, there's just something too goofy, and eventually they're going to put the title back on, like, the known commodity that's more bland, but someone they trust more. And. I I don't know. Like I enjoy Daniel Bryan. I think he's been good in this role. Mm. I just I don't think it has a long term outlook that's going to reflect positively on Daniel Bryan. I think he's gonna like. Would you be at all surprised if he's a babyface again in six months? Uh, maybe not. I I could see him being a babyface again when they go to Fox. Uh, but mm. uh. You know, maybe it maybe it just means something to him that he's like the the top dog there. I, I don't know, like, but he's it, not. He's not well, treated like it. Like on SmackDown, he's not. It's still AJ. Yeah, but I uh, think it's kinda... Vince right now, who he was like higher on, and we like did not tell me we were recording him. I what would you guess? Would you guess Brian or AJ? Yeah, because no. I would guess AJ. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm especially with that promo a lot on New Year's Eve or Christmas uh, when Vince slapped him and then he punched Vince. Yeah. That kind of set things rolling where, you know, oh, wow, it kind of looks like they're building AJ. <laughs> Even after he held the title twice and won for like almost a year or over a year. Uh, you know, Dan and Bryan's had like the longest reign of his career as champion. Yeah, He's already had yeah, the longest that's... reign of his that's How crazy. insane is that? That's crazy. This is the longest WWE title reign for Daniel Bryan in his career. So when he was world heavyweight champion, that wasn't from like December to WrestleMania. Nope. I, for, mm-hmm. I forgot when he won it, or maybe remember like Sheamus pinned him in nine nine seconds. You think maybe AJ does that at the Rumble? Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I think at this point, no. What if that were to happen? Oh man. He, I think the difference is like Brian has way too much clout now for that to happen. Right, right, right. And maybe, you know, he, that's, that's the funny part because he could have walked away from WWE and, you know, what may, what does he think now, you know, with all elite wrestling starting up, maybe, you know, what he would. AJ or Brian? Uh, Brian. I was like, oh, man. No, both Oof. should stay in the company. I think it's too late for them. They're too old. Like, I think at this point, like if you're on that, like AEW, Jericho is a different entity entirely Uh and Goldberg and guys like that but like if you're someone like Dolph Ziggler or Juice Robinson or guy or no I would just I'd be very careful like if you're Drew McIntyre I'd probably stay in duty like if you're 
Um, who else probably fits this bill really well? Um, I mean, if you're Samoa Joe, you leave now. Mm. Like, I would tell Samoa Joe, if I was, like, doing, like, a one-by-one, like, just WWE wrestlers come up to me and be like, do I stay in a- <laughs> Do I stay in WWE or do I go to AEW? I would love to do that. And I'd be like, Joe, you're gone. It's over. Because Joe, I would say, had the best opportunity of his career in 2018. He feuded with Roman Reigns. He lost. Mm-hmm. He feuded with AJ Styles. He lost. That's it. He's not getting a bigger moment or stretch of time than that. That's it. Like, he feuded with the two biggest characters in today's company yeah. and lost both. You don't go back there. And he's already, been, and he's already been on both shows. So it's yes, kind of like, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So I go back to the next <laughs> Right. Like, what are you going to do? There's nothing else. You know, when the U S title, like Shinsuke oh. and be in this sad state, like, no, <laughs> I would tell him to leave. Um, so yeah, it just depends, yeah. but I would say Daniel Bryan and AJ should stay because I think they were both treated as top guys in this company and i think that they're fine either way whatever they are but there are some where you're like oh you're not getting back to the top of the mountain i think dana bryan and aj styles will always have a place at this point at the top of the mountain as long as they want it yeah as they should and i to your point you know it doesn't really seem like dana bryan is like a serious uh character right now um that's you know, the worry, maybe, right? Like, you just yeah, don't I mean, want your like, top dog to not be serious. Like, that's just a bad look. He has to be less jokey and more. But the good thing is he's such a technical wrestler that his promos and everything else when he slaps hot dogs out of people's hands <laughs> that, like, he's still a badass in the ring, that helps. Like, if he, if he wrestled, like, a chicken shit just dumb heel just a caricature of what heel should be then that would be a problem but because he still will beat guys clean that helps a lot for me like it, that's the good thing is that he's still just beating guys like he should he's still a badass in the ring he's just a little too jokey over the top comedic-y on the mic that's it and I can, I can live with that be champion after this whole styles thing but then again i don't know what's next for styles you know like you said he already feuded with joe um i'll tell you what next andrade what's next no it's not andrade (laughs) well i mean i guess now everything's different because there's pressure on them to push guys that are unhappy because they're worried about them leaving for AEW. (laughs) um i would have said a couple months ago no but maybe now, I don't know. It just depends. Like, mm-hmm. who we have winning the Royal Rumble. Like, is it going to be a SmackDown guy or a Raw guy? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a Raw guy. Same. And if I had to bet right now, I think it's going to be Rollins. Could be wrong. Well, yeah, you had uh, two. Well, so technically, Asuka was Raw last year when she won, right? And then she, like, went to SmackDown. Uh, and then Nakamura was uh, on SmackDown. So, yeah, I th- we'll probably have a Raw men's winner and maybe a SmackDown women's winner. Who knows? Yeah, that's what I would guess. I would guess Roll. If I had to guess, it'd be Rollins and then like some sort of combination between Charlotte mm-hmm. and Becky. If they don't do Charlotte or Becky, one of the two or both, and some Shamasi finish like <laughs> you mentioned, they're the out Luger, of their fucking the Luger mind. Brett finish. <laughs> yeah, they're out of their fucking mind if one of those two don't win. But um, Raw, I just I don't SmackDown. They just don't have anybody that makes sense. Like there's just no one that jumps off the page to me where I'm like they need this Rumble rub. I I don't. Right. You know, it'd be funny though if Brian lost and they did that match first against AJ and he won it and immediately challenged Brock Lesnar <laughs> at WrestleMania. That 
would be entertaining as hell. Yeah, like him yeah. losing to AJ Styles in an amazing match and then coming out at like 28, 29 yeah, in the Rumble yeah. and then winning and then immediately being like, or just, you know what, being like, I'm I'm challenging AJ again. Like that <laughs> would be, I don't know. That's it, very... That would be interesting. That would like be new. Stuff. That would be yeah. unpredictable. Who wants yeah. Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar to close WrestleMania out this year? Guess what? It's not me. Brock Lesnar sucks, and <laughs> Rollins has been destroyed by... Um, um, as I drop my phone. Um, the, the, the Dean Ambrose stuff. Like, yeah. well, you can't just disregard that that, that happened. And I... I Rollins think, couldn't um, beat Finn Balor. But at the same time, yeah. like, who makes sense? It's not McIntyre. It's not Ambrose. It's definitely not Rollins. It wouldn't feel right. Like, what do you do here? I just, you know who I would pick? And I've said this for the last couple weeks, and here's the answer for who takes the title off Brock Lesnar. Are you ready? Oh, boy. You're not going to like this, probably. It's John Cena. Ooh. Oh, it's again, number 17. Yeah, he's the one who steals the title back from Brock Lesnar, brings it back to Raw, saves the company. <laughs> I, that's what I would do. I would. Oh, they would scene. totally build it like that too. That'd be hilarious. It would. Would it not be more entertaining than Brock just never being there and them doing whatever they've done on Raw the last couple weeks? I would much rather them give it to Cena. That's what I would want. I would do Cena Lesnar at WrestleMania. Cena wins and then. Lose the title to go film his movies over the summer mm. to someone who deserves it, but gives him a rub. But I would give Cena 17 and a victory over Brock Lesnar WrestleMania. That's what I would do because mm. I don't think Rollins feels big enough. The only thing that feels right, it's not The Rock, it's not Roman Reigns, it is uh, it's John Cena. It's the mm. answer. Well, maybe if you, if you go Rollins, maybe that cements him as. Uh, in the upper echelon with the Cena and, and the Roman Reigns uh, since he's not there yet. Because, uh, you know, that's my pick, and WWE loves to uh, give the accomplishments to people that have already accomplished a lot. You know, you see Randy Orton win, what, two or three Rumbles already, uh, Money in the Bank, uh, you know, all these world titles. Uh, that's why I... Oh, my God. <laughs> I just... Or, oh, no. It could be Orton winning the Rumble. No, I no. Yes. Oh. Okay, so what has his character been the last six months? Who cares? That's no. What is no, that's, 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 that's what his character what has it been? been? What has it been, Nick? It has been someone who's attacked <laughs> legends, fan favorites, all that. <sighs> I could easily see them doing no, versus AJ Styles no, the belt at no, WrestleMania. No. I could one hundred percent see that. Oh my god! Orton I might change win. my pick. Orton can't win. <laughs> no. I might change my pick. I I could one hundred percent see Vince being would that like be his Orton fourth Rumble Styles for the title. Yes, we're doing this. Uh, I could see that. Uh, I would hate that. But like my pick was based solely off because of those accomplishments. I watched Randy Orton win the freaking Money in the Bank in, in Philly, man. Like I was like, what the hell, man? He's already done so much. He doesn't need the briefcase. Uh, you know, you had uh, Charlotte. Uh, well, she didn't win money in the bank, right? Uh, but she's all these accomplishments, which, which makes sense. That, she's that won she the would, title a bunch of times. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously, like, oh, you got to make her a Rumble winner. So whenever we talk about her, we can say, hey, she won the Royal Rumble. Uh, so that just, to me, Rollins makes sense in that vein. A lot, Charlotte. Yeah, because yeah. she's just, it's like one of those things where you'll see people and you're like, oh, my God. If you had a personality that was likable, you'd be a megastar. But there's just something, 
about her. She just, she should have been doing what Becky Lynch was doing, you know, on social the media. Bad and baby all face. That. Yeah. It's not yeah. really her fault. Like I just yeah. it's not when she tries to do it, it's just not believable. Exactly. Yeah. It just doesn't work. But she's a great wrestler. She seems like a great person, but do I think she ever belongs as a babyface? No. No. Not at it all. just doesn't work. And I don't even think it's because of the whole flair thing. I just think it's... No, I don't either. I, it's, it's just the way her, she delivers yeah. lines. Like It's like the Nia Jax stuff, where Nia Jax is kind of a heel because she's such a bad <laughs> actor that, like, you're... I, why would anyone cheer for Nia Jax ever? Have you listened to her <laughs> talk about anything at any point in life? Yeah, no. She's a heel. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I did. Um, the Nia Jax character, I want a 30 for 30 on what happened in the last year. Dude, she dropped Alexa Bliss. What was that? Late 2017 in that yes. big moment to close yes. out Raw? Yep. How long does that feel like to you? That, it's like five like, years. Think about her character adjustments <laughs> since then. She closed out an episode of Raw in like the biggest turning moment, and they acted like it didn't happen the week, the week later. <laughs> I know. Like what? The Jax, hell? Like, she has a good gripe against this creative team, but at the same time, um, just uh, it's. I would love to do a study on like what happened there and just all the twists and turns to the Nijax, uh main roster career. But um, and her her ba- her big baby face moment was at WrestleMania too, and uh... when she was screaming at Alexa yeah. leading yeah. up to it and everything. Oh yep. my god! As a grown adult. Just screaming and acting. Uh, just okay. I have so many thoughts on the Nia Jax run of the last two years <laughs> that um, we could do a whole podcast on the why the Nia Jax character is actually the worst thing that ever happened in today's today. Like I, I can make the case. I think that it's just been the worst thing o- outside of like Tamina. Tamina's return might be yeah. worse, but the two of them combined, I, I want to believe it's a rib where Vince was like, you know, what's worse than just the Nia Jax character. What if we brought in Tamina? Mm. I want to believe that was the plan. Um, I buy it. God, I don't. I don't know. But now you really talked me into it. So I'm, <laughs> now I'm thinking about like how they would do Orton versus Styles at WrestleMania. And they, but they, I just, they never really had a uh, feud, have they? On oh SmackDown, no! Are you so. jumping with me that Orton might uh, win the Rumble and beat Styles well, at WrestleMania? I, I don't trust Vince, so. <laughs> But that, Here's my pick. That I'm going go to go one Rollins, two Orton. That would not be entertaining Orton. to me at all. No, I would agree. But here's what I'll say. Go ahead and write this down, folks. There is only two possible options for the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Mm. It is one, Seth Rollins, and two, Randy Orton. Done deal. It's only those two. I am 1,000% confident it will be one of the two. I choose Seth. <laughs> I do, too. But people need to brace themselves for Orton versus Styles for the belt. Uh, Just be ready. I, I don't think I can do that, but maybe maybe I can mentally prepare myself, but holy shnikes, if they do that. Wasn't the rumor a couple months ago they were going to do Orton versus Styles in a non-title match at WrestleMania? I don't know, was it? I, I don't remember hearing I that, it but I, it could have been. But now they could do it for the title. There's an avenue. <laughs> it's very the, obvious. The, where does Dan O'Brien go? Oh, they don't care about that. <laughs> AEW. Oh, shit. No, he just resigned. Um, yeah. do you do? I mean, you could do Daniel Bryan versus Kane. Oh God. Um, <laughs> honestly, that's a good question. Or what the Undertaker. I do. Hmm. Dream match. Oh, I know what you do. Daniel Bryan and Kane versus Shane McMahon and The Miz. 
You know what? That might actually be entertaining. It would not surprise me if that's would, what we got. I would tune in for that. God, it'd be awful. I mean, I'm here I for think that. that. I wouldn't rule that out, honestly. <laughs> I mean... Can you imagine how mad Daniel Bryan fans would be like, with the year he's had <laughs> to be WWE champion and then go into WrestleMania in a tag match again with Team Hell Yes, or I guess it'd be Hell No now that he's Hell yeah. again, versus Shane the Miz? Do you think that's been good, by the way, for Miz and Shane? Uh, I, I mean, I... I don't think it's been bad. I'm just kind of, I, I do think they win Sunday. And then I think that becomes, you know, what, as their champions, I think it gets better. You know, it's been okay to this point, but uh, not as entertaining as it can be. But I think they have some good chemistry together. And I do think that, uh, you know, to, to me, I thought the Miz would, would be a world champion in 2018. That was one of my predictions last year. Uh, you know, I kind of surprised it didn't happen. Uh, I feel like this is a step back for him, but uh, somebody's always got to take a step back too, you know, at some point. And it just seems to be the biz right now. And uh, but he can make anything work. So like I'm not, I'm not really worried about uh, that whole thing not working. Uh, I don't know if it turns into Miz versus Shane, but it, I mean, to me, if that, this is the worst thing he's doing, it, it's pretty good. So, would you like to guess who's on the cover of the Royal Rumble poster this year? Ronda Rousey. Nope. The Miz? <laughs> nope. Shame AJ it. Styles Shame and it. Daniel Bryan. Uh-oh. We're getting Daniel. Br- We're getting AJ Styles versus Randy Orton for the title <laughs> at WrestleMania. Oh, no. They're doing a title change. It's going back to AJ and Orton's winning the Rumble. That's what I'm going with. It's I'm saying it on this podcast. It's a Thursday before the Rumble. That's my final answer. <laughs> oh, it's it's happening. Orton getting another Rumble win. The Legend Killer. We're getting Randy Orton, AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, the Legend Killer at WrestleMania. It's what we've always wanted. Oh, I will, that might make me not want to go to the WrestleMania this year. Because uh, are you going? It, I mean, I'm trying to. It's at MetLife, and uh, you know, is it MetLife again? Yeah. So I thought it was Detroit this year. No, is that next year. I don't even know if next year was. Or Minneapolis. What? Which one's in Minneapolis? I don't remember. The book was, was next, next year one? announced yet? I don't know if it was yeah, announced. I Minneapolis was next year. Uh, Maybe. But uh, you know, Phoenix it, being is weird for Rumble anyway. It's like, so I thought it was. It's like an hour and a half away. So, uh, for me, so why why wouldn't I try it and go? You know, it kind of got a late start on it, but uh, I could probably scrounge up a couple tickets. So. All right, well, let's go through the card real quick. Right. Rusev, Nakamura. Rusev retains, in the, uh, right? Yes. Okay. Bar, Ms. Mc, Ms. McMahon. What do we call this? McMiz? Ms. Man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think they win. I do, too. I don't think the bar retains here. No. Um, Sasha versus Rousey, who Sasha is touting, winning a tag team match against Rousey and Natalia. Uh. So that being our Rousey loss. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limp here. Ronda Rousey beats Sasha Banks at the Royal Rumble. I will go on that out that limb with you. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, Oscar, Becky Lynch, a lot of rematches on this card. Not great. Um, Daniel, Bry- like literally, Daniel Bryan, AJ, Becky, Oscar, <laughs> Rousey, Sasha. Oh it's a hell of a hell of an undercard. Rusev, Shinsuke. This is insane. Mm-hmm. What a terrible card. Um, <laughs> Lesnar, Balor. Somebody will complain God, about I hope it. This is good. Uh. You know, I, when they made the switch from Strowman to Balor, I was like, okay, they're going all in with this new 
stuff, and I, I'm going Balor to win, and I gotta stick with you it. You want Balor? I'm going. Okay, let me explain. I think you could do Lesnar and Strowman at WrestleMania without the title, and somehow Strowman oh. Oh. costs Lesnar. Like it's not a clean win, but that's why Balor. No, thank you. And then yeah. maybe you do Rollins, who wins the Rumble versus Balor in a rematch from SummerSlam a couple of years ago. That that was my outlook of it. So I'm gonna stick with that, and uh, I'm gonna. It'll be shocking. We'll go Balor over Lesnar. Oh my god. Um... <laughs> Absolutely not. I talked myself into it, so I have yeah, to. Yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar's not getting pinned by Finn <laughs> Balor. <laughs> but you know, Strowman cost him. You know, Goldberg did doesn't that matter. It's not happening unless there's like some sort of insane shenanigans. But I still just, <laughs> I, no, no. Brock right. Lesnar's not not made of it. When, when it happens, I'll text you and I'll tweet okay. you. And Please I'd like, do. See? <laughs> God, I am texting you a night, like at least ninety three times when Randy Orton <laughs> wins the Rumble. I uh, hope you're there. I'm gonna for turn this. my phone off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so great when his music hits at twenty nine, and you're like, oh, oh no, <laughs> yeah. oh no. Well, watch it'll hit a thirty because our truth will come out before thirty somehow because mm. it just fits his gimmick. Oh yeah, he just gets confused. <laughs> yeah, and then Orton comes out at thirty after. Oh god, he'll come out um, at like two or or one and think he won the thing. <laughs> that's not great um nxt so we got champa alistair for the nxt championship i would say champa wins here mm-hmm. agreed you keep alistair looking for the title some weird jargon jargano jargano <laughs> stuff um it's a bianca belair is weird to me because i can see them going either way i like bianca belair a lot i also think it'd be weird to take the title off Shinna Baszler after just winning the title back from um why am I blinking on her name? She's now hurt. Or not hurt. Who's hurt? Is is she hurt? Because a couple of people got hurt. Dakota Kai got hurt and um I don't remember her name. Who Kyrie did Shana Baszler just beat for the Kyrie title? Sane. Kyrie Sane, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't she get hurt? Uh, maybe I she's out, right? I, I missed that if that is if that happened. I'm pretty sure she's out along with Dakota Kai. I could Man, be wrong. Geez. But I'm pretty sure yeah, I'm pretty sure she's dealing with stuff. Um so I think I go Shayna Baszler here, but I would not be surprised if they pulled the trigger on Bianca Belair because she is entertaining, the hair whip, everything. There is something about her that is very enticing. She is a lot of star potential. I'm a Bianca Belair fan, so I would not be surprised, but I also could see like Bianca getting screwed by other mem- yeah. members of the Four Horsewomen. That's what I would guess. Is there some kind of weird finish? Because I don't think they can have... Bianca lose clean here. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, if maybe it's a little too early for Bianca to have like a, a plan for uh, like a backup or anything like that. So maybe they have a rematch in the future, which makes me think that Baszler wins. Yeah. Um, do you want a match I don't give a shit about, Nick? Oh. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Ah, you're not a fan of that feud? That's already happened like four times on NXT <laughs> weekly television. Yeah. I, I don't even see it again. I don't care. Cassius Ono has not mattered in a year and a half on this show. I true. do not care. It is true. Matt Riddle beating Cassius Ono does not matter. But it's going to happen. God, I don't care at all. Oh my God, what a waste. Um, I do not give a shit about that match. Um, Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, going to steal the show, I'm going to guess. Hmm. Um, I could see it going either way. Because I think you kind of need... Gargano to win something with this 
kind of weird schmozzy heel change. Right, right. But I also think it'd be weird to have Ricochet lose this early. Like, I'm very interested in how they close this match. I'll say Ricochet, but I would not at all be surprised if Gargano won this. I'm kind of with you. I first instinct is go Gargano just so they play off that Ciampa is the world champ and then mm-hmm. Gargano is the mid-card champ. But um, for Ricochet to lose it, like to me, it's almost gimmicky to, to, to have that play in the storyline with Gargano and Ciampa. So uh, maybe you just keep it on Ricochet and then play off Gargano and Ciampa some, some, some other uh, type of way. But, uh, you know... I'll go Gargano winning it just because uh, okay. the, the way they're building well, we'll it. We'll know it where they're going like with it. Alistair and uh, Ciampa based on how they book um, Gargano and yeah. Ricochet. Because if Gargano wins, we know Ciampa's winning. Mm. Yeah. And if we if we see Ricochet win, then you're like, ooh, Black might mm-hmm. steal from... Uh, and they might do Gargano costing Ciampa the belt. Like, you could see right. that. Um, so yeah, I think those two are going to be linked, like you said. The match I'm most excited for, and I would guarantee a title change, Undisputed Era, losing the belts to War Raiders. Mm. You have to do that. You have to establish War Raiders as the dominant tag team, as the team that can do it all. Like, there's just, if you want them to be a thing, and they're so talented, I think you have to have War Raiders win here. I think so too. And, uh, they haven't really had, uh, Maybe the revival was the last like great, great NXT tag team. The undisputed era is good, but uh, kind of over them as as champions. Uh, I think they've kind of outgrown NXT in a way. Uh, yeah. So, but you also could play the story of like if they lose this, you could sow the seeds of discontent between right. Fish and um, Roderick, mm-hmm. because I think ultimately that's the end game is them phasing Roddy Strong yeah. out. Yeah. And I think this is how you start it: is you have them lose probably by Roderick Strong making a mistake and War Raiders capitalizing and winning. Mm-hmm. But I think this would be a huge mistake if they did not have War Raiders win clean. Yeah, I agree. And I love Undisputed Era, but I think that's the move. Mm-hmm. You have to think big picture here, and you have to do stuff with the War Raiders because they, more than Undisputed Era, need victories. Agreed. All right, man. Is that everything? Do we cover yeah. everything? Is there NXT UK stuff, 205 Live that are popping up? I mean, yeah, like, oh, we have shit. a fatal four-way the uh, for the Cruiserweight title on the pre-show. Shocking, God. shocking. Who's in it? Uh, Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto. Mm. So that should be pretty good. I mean, the 205 mm. Live has been pretty good for a while now. Um, are I, you watching it, honestly? I don't I don't week? watch it every week, but I've, I do try and catch it. Like, I because it's been good you know it's it's advancing storylines it's not just a show for a show um but i do think that uh i'll go with kalisto winning that one just what kalisto yeah because why not oh (laughs) no god and i love buddy murphy but no 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 if you take it off buddy murphy you give it to like a day or something um God, no. Uh, <laughs> no. I like Kalisto in a vacuum, but he is not over and none of that works. Um, I thought he was on Raw now with Lucha House Party. Am I crazy? Or is he just bouncing around like we are? There's a few bouncing around. I, I think Mustafa Ali is like definitely on the main well, roster in SmackDown. So, he is officially a but SmackDown But Kalisto, guy, yeah. I think, jumps around. Uh, and there might be like another one, but uh, not off the top of my head. I can't think of it. But 
Um, that might be the Dana Bryan match, by the way. Mm. WrestleMania. Mustafa versus Bryan. I'm here for that one. I could see it. Or, here you go. The goofiest of goofiest. Daniel Bryan versus Rusev for the United States title. Oh, jeez. That would be weird. I wouldn't rule that out, honestly. I could see Vince being like, ha, this is funny. Rusev <laughs> um, having his accent and stuff versus Daniel Bryan, who's also goofy with his not eating hot dogs and being against global warming. Oh, um, I could see him booking Rusev versus Bryan for the U.S. title. That's what I'm going to pick, actually. I think we're getting Rusev, Daniel Bryan at uh, WrestleMania for the U.S. title. Oh, That's man. what I would guess. I hope we don't. I'm just, like, not into that. I'm not at all, but I would guess. That's what... Yep, we're getting that, and then we're getting for the WWE title. We're getting <laughs> Orton. Orton versus AJ Styles. Oh, my God. That's worse than, like, WrestleMania 32. Oh, it's happening, <laughs> Nick. Brace yourself, sir. I am so excited. Nick's excited. We're getting Randy Orton. The uh... Oh, God. Because, you know, we, we've got to elevate new stars, and we haven't seen Randy Orton uh, as champion in two years, and we we need to have that. I'm ready. I mean, I wouldn't bet on him beating Styles if he went the Rumble. I would say Styles probably wins that, but I think <laughs> well, that, they are going to That's like a B pay-per-view main event match to me. But It's like a No Mercy in November or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or even SummerSlam. Judgment Day, December. <laughs> yeah, they got to bring that. They, they were they great. They bring a lot of pay-per-views back that we missed. Yes. Like New Year's Revolution. Right, correct. You know yeah. what? Maybe maybe this Sunday, I'll just, in my head, call it New Year's Revolution with a Royal, two <laughs> Royal Rumble matches. Exactly. And you'll be like, oh, I was there. New Year's Revolution 2019. That's when Orton surprisingly <laughs> won the Rumble. Yeah, in 10 years, we'll be talking about that. God. I, I hope you're excited for Charlotte Flair and Randy Orton to win the Rumbles. I uh, hope you're, can't wait. I hope you're ready. At least I saw in person Nakamura and Asuka win last year. So there you go. I'll take yeah. that with me. Okay. So our final predictions for the Rumble. Um, I have Orton. You have Rollins. Mm-hmm. I have Charlotte. And you have Becky. <sighs> I will, my gut says Becky, but my mind says Charlotte. So okay. I'll go Charlotte. Oh no! You're not even gonna stand by Becky. Neither of us are gonna go Becky with the Rumble. Because you know what? I would love to be wrong. I think we both would be wrong because the answer. Guess what, folks? It's not the ones we just picked. That's not what the company should do. No, No, we're not not advocating for Randy Orton and Charlotte to win the Rumbles. We are thinking in terms of how Vince McMahon thinks, how they're booking things right now. This is just our expert analysis of unfortunately watching this product week in, week out, <laughs> and thinking of how they're going to formulate this card. And that's just where I'm at. That's that's what I think makes sense. I'll uh, I won't be upset if Rollins wins. Well, uh, I won't either. I think, it just yeah, I, I think... don't give a shit about Rollins. Lesnar. <laughs> There's just no way for you to talk me into it. And I'm not looking forward to four months of Lesnar versus Rollins. Right. I just right. I'm not. It's not going to be good. And I know what they're going to do. And there's going to be some rain stuff in there. And I. Uh, well, that's why I'm we're, already... we're going to get Rollins versus Balor. God. I don't even want that. Are they going <laughs> to do callbacks to like yeah, SummerSlam? They should. Like when yeah. he, they had the match where he was wearing the neon tights. Yeah. And, uh, it'll Balor be, uh, the first. It'll be a baby face versus baby face. And Rollins is like, hey, I didn't, didn't mean to hurt you. And Balor's like, screw you. Yes, he did. And then, you know, okay. we go there. Maybe. That would be better than what they could do. But I would still bet. Like, what I would do, still, John Cena. 
is the answer. Supply, <laughs> he's the surprise number 29 and wins. Oh, and uh, we get Brock versus Cena. Cena wins. That's what I would do. Man, if that happens, I will. I'll Venmo you two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. Just go ahead and be clear. No, what's happening is Randy Orton, and Charlotte Flair, but um, John Cena would be my pick. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't know. God, I love like it. God, versus Rollins too at WrestleMania. I um, I do not like the idea of Brock Lesnar. Um, but also, how crazy would it be if like. Balor beat Lesnar without the paint and then brought the paint back for Seth Rollins. Like, yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. need it for Brock Lesnar, <laughs> but you needed it for Seth Rollins. Are you kidding? The ultimate, uh, the ultimate, you know, insult. That would be wild. <laughs> all right, Nick, we could talk wrestling all day long, we could. but we need to go. Um, Nick, do we need to um, plug or do you need to plug anything yeah. rather uh, before we get out of here? You can follow me at Nick Picone on Twitter and I'll have a Royal Rumble recap up at phillyvoice.com. Uh, Philly Voice was in the, <laughs> in the headlines recently, but don't worry. I have nothing to do with that when we're Oh, the Carson Wentz stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Not a team guy. So that's... Directly uh, from Nick Picone. <laughs> Nick Picone, quote, that was... Carson Wentz, hated by his teammates. <laughs> Uh, I tweeted that out too. It's by pin tweet. Uh, no. Uh, so uh, look for that Monday morning. Uh, I'll have that up at some point. Uh, just kind of going over the matches and giving my thoughts and opinions on everything. Were people mad about that? Like, oh, absolutely. Philly fans, were they mad? Oh, oh yeah. They were, they were killing the writer, man. And he went on local radio here and he's, he, he, kind of made himself look a, a little bit worse. Uh, I know the, I know the writer pretty well. And kind of, kind of struck me the wrong way, man. Just like a lot of people around here. So uh, mm-hmm. we definitely don't agree that Carson Wentz is a not a team guy. So uh, that's definitely not mm-hmm. not the narrative coming out of Philly. Interesting. Nick Foles is he an Eagle in 2019? No. Yes or no? No. Hmm. Nate Sutterfield, get ready for the Super Bowl run. I'm ready. He's a man. <laughs> Where's Nick Foles? <laughs> uh, Jacksonville. I would say that too. Yeah. yeah. God, what a disaster. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, I have so many thoughts. I'm actually writing uh, no, uh, not a big for the piece right now. He's on... going to sign with all Elite Wrestling. That, I mean, uh, I don't think he would blend in. <laughs> I mean, maybe he can hang out with Adam Page a little bit, but I don't think he would get along with a lot of those guys, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, there you go. Nick Foltz and <laughs> all Elite <laughs> Or D'Angelo Williams, who just made his return, I believe, not too long ago to professional wrestling. Okay. So maybe that's what he does. All right. Isn't he an impact again? Am I crazy? Or uh, I think he, I don't know if it was recent, but I don't get impact anymore. Because I don't get, I, I don't no have one does, because it's on like Twitch. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have an excuse because I can access it, but uh, it was so much easier to DVR it and then watch it uh, via that. And so uh, I don't think I've watched it the last few weeks. So. Yeah, you along with the rest of America, Nick. <laughs> it's always a pleasure, sir. I'm glad we were able to do this tonight. Yes, and uh, let's start getting soon. Yeah, sir. appreciate you having me on again, and uh, we'll look forward to the rumble. All right, man, go Orton, uh, Rollins, and that'll do it for today's episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast. I uh, just want to remind you guys: if you like today's episode and you are subscribed on Apple Podcast or iTunes, I would really appreciate if you could take a second, leave the show a five star rating and a review. If uh, you're not an Apple podcast listener, remember you can find the show on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, Be sure to check out ChaseThomasPodcast.com where you can 
access all of my previous episodes and also find all my writing. I'm writing there fairly often. And also follow me on Twitter at Chase underscore Thomas and like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Chase Thomas Writer. Uh, thank you for your support and we'll be back with another episode very soon. Thanks guys. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.